Welcome to the Retail Media Moguls podcast brought to you by Platform 195. We share trends and strategies across retail media to help you accelerate your brand growth. I'm your host, Stuart Adamson. Welcome to the Retail Media Moguls podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Adamson, founder and CEO of Platform 195. Today, we're thrilled to welcome Akank Shasina, an authority in the fields of digital ad sales and media strategy. Currently, she's leading as the head of brand partnership at Starquick, a Tata enterprise in India, based in Mumbai. Akanksha has amassed over eight years of diverse experience across various sectors. Her journey includes impactful roles in ad sales, HT Media and VServe, where she excelled in areas such as key account management, client servicing and sales forecasting. Known for her strategic acumen, Akanksha has a proven track record of delivering dependable results and valuable insights. And she brings to the table a unique blend of expertise in both digital, traditional retail media and the Indian marketplace. Kanksha, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Stuart, for that wonderful introduction. It's so good to hear it again. Okay, I have done so many things in the industry. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Well, look, tell us about that journey. How did you get into the retail media world? When I started working, I think that was around 2012, 2013. And that is the time. If I'm not wrong, when actually Amazon started with the retail media stuff and digital stuff was also booming. When I started working, I had inclination towards the marketing at the same time the digital was coming. So I started my journey working with that agency, knowing, getting known to know better how marketing is working, like, you know, the Facebook the SMS marketing, the email marketing, the very basic and slowly, steadily, I from agency, I went to an ad network, ad network wherein I try to understand how data part of that is working along with the digital platform, along with the social media platform. Same goes when I moved to HD, there was an inclination towards the content related targeting, like let's target the audience through display ads content ads showing them the appropriate whatever they are reading if they are appropriate with the advertisement platform let's show them that there was a lot of innovation that has been going on since 2015 till now and then this inclination towards this niche field i would call it niche field because it is very limited to what they want to sell initially there is a data of people who are very much into shopping more when I was working with HT, customer are just viewing, they are reading, we are trying to pull them from something else they are doing. But when they are coming on the shopping site, they are for a random. Most of them are not the low intent. They, show, they are really looking to purchase something. And there, what we are trying to do, you know, approach the customer, buy this. You know, XYZ product is available for this. Let's hmm. do the cross-selling. Let's do the additional selling. Let's upscale the selling. Customer, very directed. Customer is there with the intent of buying. And how can we use that intention of the customer for the better turnout? That is what has attracted me towards the retail media marketing. So tell us a bit about Starquick then, just for our listeners who don't know the Indian marketplace and the retail landscape. Tell us a bit about what Uh, Starquick is and what it does. Starquick is a e-commerce grocery platform. It sells mainly FMCG products over here. There is a lot of competition that is there in India 
if you have heard about it there's so many platforms that are available the stock work there is there is zepto there is big basket there is swiggy instamart now if you have read about indian market there is another level of race which is going on which is 10 minutes delivery and 15 minutes delivery that is the quick delivery service that fight is going on it came into boom the entire e-commerce platform completed i feel 5 years 6 years journey in 2 years thanks to covid era that came in so yeah coming back to the topic the startquick is basically a e-commerce platform and it was established like in 2014 and we are currently in our fifth or sixth year of the operations fantastic and is it just mumbai or is it it's in india and we are present in about seven cities which okay. include mumbai pune hyderabad bangalore or bangalore nasik ahmedabad so these are the cities that we are present in if we call it it's a omni channel we have a star bazaar which is a physical store and then there is a startup so what startup does is like you know the online catering that's buying that happens is from star bazaar bazaar's level and that ecosystem omni channel ecosystem is therefore and uh, i saw that you've got over 10,000 products on sale in online yeah. how is that whole retail media piece going how mature is it has it been going for a long time in terms of developing revenues from co-marketing revenues from suppliers it's going very well for us because the team that we have is very much experienced when it comes to retail marketing the development online marketing development is there in the system there is a balance of fmcg product and there is a balance of our own title product in the system as well so the 10000 skews that you will see yeah. it is a balance of the brands outside brands merchant brand and at the same time we does own so many our own brand known as papstar kia sky so there is balance out of everything we have recently balanced when it comes to skews as well to be very niche about what customer is buying only those products to be there rather than just keeping this heavy stock heavy skews available in the market Yes. Is there a tension there between within the business around the teams that are trying to sell your own brand versus you going generating money from suppliers in order to push those above them? Yeah, there are some, but ultimately there is a understanding since it's our platform, we have every right to establish our own brand as well. And if you see the Indian market with the competitors as well, it's there everywhere. Every retail brand or every e-commerce grocery brand is launching their own brands along with the competitor brands along with the brands except to even if we go over and above retail if we go to any grocery even in clothing as well you will see reliance also has their own fashion available in the market big basket also is having their own amazon as well so many of their own product they are selling their own product i don't see they, there is a friction but they know they can't do anything about it so it's there we coexist and obviously we do take preference of the customer in mind we definitely not try to remove the most favored uh, product in the market mm. we know xyz product is selling and it's like you know top 100 sqs or top 500 sqs we definitely don't remove those products only the product which are not selling which are just their stocked up inventory Those mm. are the products are getting removed. 
give us a view of those media products that you're selling into those suppliers then what are they buying what are you offering them okay so they are in every category right from you know oil masala and spices category we have home cleaning products we have skin cleaning products we have branded food what we call as you know noodles and sauces and etc so almost other than dairy and farm majority of the category there are presence of the own brand products in the entire SPU list what I meant sorry was from the ad product side so what are you actually when you're going and approaching these partners of yours what are you selling them okay so we have variety of inventory that are available right from you know the display inventory on every page pages that are there there are sponsored content there are sponsored product listing there is cross-selling that is available there are email marketing, SMS marketing, push notification, targeting customer on off-site as well, you know, on stores, social media, and Google, etc. Fantastic. You know, you talk about the different categories that you had. Is there any mm-hmm. one category that's really where the brands are really sort of active in this space or is it across the board? No, there is definitely a difference. The major fight I feel somewhere down the line is on the beverages category and the branded food category followed by the skincare and the home care items. There are a little bit less fight when it comes to the grains, the cereal, the oil, masala, spices, that is where the least uh, traction is there. Mm. And I think dairy and all are like, you know, the product that are selling itself or the regular needs one are not that much into consideration as of now. Yeah. But yeah. And are you selling international brands on there or is it just yeah. local? Do the international brands spend bigger than the local brands or is it the other way around? I think it's a mixture of it. India as a country, every pin code, there is a different customer behavior. So if I talk about Mumbai, where I stay, if I go to places like Andheri, the products that those people buy or the audiences buy in that particular place is completely different from the different part of Mumbai. So if I go to high-end, kind of a places there is more traction of international brand and vice versa towards if i go to little bit smaller scale area wherein the brands are more of a local or non-branded kind of a brand so yeah it's a mixture it's a balance depending upon where the purchase is happening where the market where the shop is situated which area of the country the shop is situated yeah that makes a lot of sense i just wondered because the retail media globally is getting you know more and more mature whether actually we're seeing that have an effect in local markets or not but i think you're absolutely right it depends on what the level of purchase intent and habits are right tell us a little bit about the technology that you've got in there are you using ad servers is it going manually on the site have you got inventory management systems how what is the sort of technology that you're using in order to get your partnerships live so we are slowly getting into that kind of automation system or integrating what we call as AI personalization kind of system to have data. We are in a verge of like, you know, since it is not very old, it's still a new organization as far as concerned and bring about efficiency in any of the system, the automated system or the marketing system. We do need a chunk of data. The more we have, the better we would able to understand the organization behavior. Yeah, so we have started with the automation system. We have started with the 
AI generated email marketing, but there are a lot of learning process in between which is happening. Like what kind of communication that is affecting customer, what kind of call to action that is affecting the customer. Yes, for example, if you go for an email marketing, is the normal email that is helping customer, is the email with the content of, okay, this is a month and you need to buy this, this stuff, this is what you bought last time, that kind of a communication. Or mm. is it a gamification thing wherein, you know, you spin the wheel, what is interacting? So those kind of integration that we have included in our entire marketing system or the brand marketing system, there is a recommendation algorithm that we have set up with. Wherein one product is available, if we want to market, focus on another product from a brand, we try to recommend them that. Let's say XYZ biscuits are available. We want to recommend something, then okay, why don't you buy this thing? In the product description page, if we know someone is buying a biscuit, we have always the opportunity to tell them, hey, along with this biscuit, you can go for XYZ milk. So, you know, it's a cross-selling kind of a thing. We are in verge of learning machineries letting our algorithm or letting our system learn the entire data process so that the efficiency of the sponsored product, the efficiency of customized uh, display, the efficiency of customized email marketing are there in a better manner. Yes. Are your suppliers, your advertisers, are they asking for more and more data? Are you actually getting that push from them? They do ask from the campaign performance point of view, whatever property that they have bought from us. Those kind of a data wherein they, they get the number of impression, the number of interaction, like, you know, CTR and all, the conversion, etc. Also, the data wherein how much sales that has happened, how much, what was the basket size, what is the frequency, what were the number of bills, how much quantity bought. So they take all the data so that they can do study around it and they can experiment with a different, different stuff on our platform as well, along with the different creatives, along with the different line of communication. Great. Are you having to pull that data from multiple sources within the business or have you got one source of truth? A couple of, like, you know, when I, when it comes to sales data, there's a different systems. Then when it comes to campaign data, there is different systems. So yeah. at least two systems is what right now we are operating at. Fantastic. You mentioned earlier about how it's quite competitive. You've got quite a lot of competitors out there at the moment with it. They're all sort of in that race to be as fast as possible in terms of delivery. And I've got to say, I mean, to be able to do it in 10 minutes around Mumbai is, from my experience, I love Mumbai. It's one of the greatest cities in the world. You know, that's a challenge, right? So yeah. what about the competition for you in terms of retail media? Are they quite mature in their retail media offering yet? Are you having to, you know, are you heading into meetings and seeing them leave? <laughs> okay, here it is. Like, obviously, they are competitor when it comes to organization level. But when it comes to retail media, there is a different kind of challenge that are there. See, mm. even we have a user and our users are buying product. So mm. they got to, they cannot ignore the users as such. Like, you know, ignoring a small city over the big city. That's the thing. So the kind of competition that you are mentioning, that is till date, I don't see there because it product needs to be sold. We have a market, they need to sell. That kind of competition, taking away the competition, that is something I don't see it right now. Okay. What I see is the if I really have to put an effort to make them understand this size shouldn't be ignored at the moment because you know ultimately yeah. everything everyone starts from a small and eventually they 
you know, how big is your team within Starquick now? Overall, I think 200 plus. And for the media, for the ad sales piece? For the ad sales piece, we have like four or five people ka team right now. Okay. And is that growing? It is growing. It depends. As per the business requirements, so the way the market is going on right now, the kind of technology that we have that has been introduced in last past uh, one year definitely encourages or ask. There is a lot of ask to one person because our job has become a lot easier than it was like, you know, five years back or six years back. In what way? What's become easier? Campaign management? Campaign management is easier. Preparing something is easier. Preparing a data is easier. Preparing a report is easier. You know, what kind of technology that is there. So we really don't need that many people when it comes to managing certain stuff. And as the work grows, as the requirement grows, we would keep hiring and that is not a concern. But at the moment, what we have, what kind of work that we have and kind of people that we have that is balancing out on everything. Another reason, when we say about the retail media part, there's a lot of interaction or interconnected work for that. Like I have to work a lot with the category managers. I have to work a lot with the marketing or marketing communication people who are eventually handling the campaigns and for brands as well and for the entire company as well. At the same time, we have a tech team. So I really cannot define define that this is the ad, ad sales person, uh, ad sales yes. team. Too many yes. people doing all the stuff together. Yeah, I get that. Great. Okay. So tell me about any brands. Are there any brands doing some really cool stuff with you? Are they being creative or is it just, I want the sponsored listings and a display ad? Many brands that are doing the creative stuff, but most major, mainly HUL is very, when it comes to experimenting on things, HUL is on top of the list. They're with creative displays. They're with creative emails. They're creating their own brand store page. Yeah, these are the HUL has always been a very experimental kind of thing. If we go for a new pitch, they are the ones who are ready to do try out new stuff, followed by Anivia and such kind of brands. But yeah. Yes. yes. Is there a brand that sort of stands out that's done something great that you can give us an example of? Okay. So there is a brand, actual brand Vaseline, since it is on top of my mind and it has been very recent. During the uh, winter season, when there is a actual season of moisturizing hand lotion, there are a lot of fight between all moisturizing brands. HL did such a focused job on trying out and or attracting the customer or targeting the customer through 360 degree channel of ours. They have seen almost 150% of increment as compared to last year winter season. This is one of the recent examples that I can think of. Another one was Red Bull, which they did was during, you know, December, January, New Year season. Their targeting uh, helped them grow like, you know, 60, 70% month on month increment in that particular, their targeting season kind of thing as compared to the last year. Wow. How did they do that then? What was Red Bull doing that generated that increase? Display ad is what they were doing. They were customized ad which were present on the homepage. In-app media is what another thing that they do. 
we saw there were particular days where the sale of red bull was more than as compared to any other days they were like i think tuesdays or friday these two days were the days when they i think for some reason the customer were buying more of the product and those are the days we were trying to send a high impact advertisement to the customer so the planning was like the display ads were present throughout the month and when it comes to high impact targeting tuesdays and thursdays were the two days when we tried to do high impact advertisement at the same time the buying cycles are the more focused one so whatever communication that we were sending were around this time only but yeah these were the things that we did for red bull yeah sure it sounds really successful so tell me about the because obviously you've got some big names in there how scaled is the business are you just sort of is it just servicing your bigger suppliers at the moment have you still got a lot of sort of smaller clients the smaller suppliers that i think as we talked about 10,000 products are there a lot of suppliers that they haven't started with you because the budgets are too small how sort of mature is that so right now honestly there are like only the big suppliers who are getting the bigger level of business they are more active but having said this there are some smaller suppliers as well they do on and off kind of a business the brands like orion the brands like girnar tea which is like you know one of the famous tea brand in india so these are the brands who we keep on they are not on a very very regular basis but on and off they have done certain advertisement with us but 80% of our business is from the brands that are getting you know the bigger chunk also i have seen that investing in the business investing in the advertisement has only helped them get the larger market share or have kept them on top of their game for us platform are considered yeah i mean that's been a key development for our own technology which is where we helped retailers effectively scale that what we call the long tail of suppliers because it's so resource intensive you know as you get it signed off then you have to get the creative produced and that's across multiple formats and multiple channels then you have to get that signed off and then you have to traffic it then you have to optimize it and often on small budgets and then yeah. you have to sort of screenshot it and then report on it and and actually without technology as a helping hand in there that's really hard but if you yeah. can you, you know you get it right you know you can scale and it's huge money you know you start talking about 5000 suppliers spending i don't know $1000 you know it's 5 million and if they're doing that every month or every quarter you start to yeah. see the scale but the challenge is the resource so yeah the technology is really really powerful maybe we should have a chat about that at some point your experience at visa which was the number one dmp in india i think you aggregated telco data didn't you is that right yes yes how are you using that you know that's obviously hugely data driven hugely sitting around you know the agency world how are you using that experience now within starquick so what i was see we saw when i was in visa I, i learned a lot about how to utilize data in a different manner it's not just a target direct targeting kind of thing we can cross sell as well when i came to starquick i tried to analyze what kind of data that we are capturing what kind of audience that we have we know their demographic we know their age factor we know what kind of transaction they are doing what they are using to make that transaction what kind of basket size they are using so you know if i am going to that opens up lot of gate 
where I can utilize the platform that I have in terms of advertisement. Mm. For example, as I said, wallets, Paytm or MobiQuick, etc., etc. Wallet companies are there. Now I know if someone is using XYZ brand's wallet or they are using a credit card for the transaction, at the same time, I can bring uh, many banks, many credit card companies on our platform. At the moment, there's so many banks, banks like Access Bank, Kotak Bank, they are looking forward to get more customer on board as a transaction, as per they want to select, if they want to invest. They try to give a really very suitable offer when customers are using that credit card in order to get the discount. And that kind of system is something that I can bring in the company. Banks are already doing it. There are discussions with more such banks, which an exchange of certain kind of, you know, maybe the cash back, maybe certain kind of discounts. They can be on our platform. They can advertise on our platform. Each of the pages that are available, there are always added resources, right? From the moment someone has opened the app till the time they shut the app, every page is the potential targeting page. We try to utilize all of that club with the kind of data that we can mix up with. Uh, have you got many doing that yet or is that coming down the line, do you think? Yes. With the banks, we are currently doing it. Are those ads linking into a landing page within the site or are they linking out of the site back to the bank's website? At the moment, they are in the system. It's only based on transaction, how many transactions they are doing it and according okay. to that, the businesses. But at the same time, we are also working on if they can go on a different page. But that is something we're only doing in the order success field. We do not want to divert our customers from their original business. After so purchase, yeah. Once customer has done shopping, they are in order success page. Maybe that page can be used as the advertisement of any other non-merchant brands that are there. Yes, and then obviously that brings its own inventory challenges around volume and that sort of stuff. Are you actually selling data packages yet through agencies, through DMPs? We are kind of in the experiment phase at the moment. We have not done that a lot, but we have started having discussion and we have done with one few companies as well. Okay. Has that been quite successful? Yes, or is it still too early to tell? Too early to tell. What about the wider Indian market? Are you seeing this stuff happening across all of retail or is it largely just groceries or what's the evolution? It's across. If you ever got a chance to go through any of the app that is there in India, it's very aggressive. There is huge fight which is going on to get the customer on their platform. There's a fight whether you have a varieties of a lot of variation of SQs that you are having or not. What kind of delivery service that you are providing. As I told you, when we started the discussion, the quick delivery service is a major fight that has been going on. We are slightly getting calmer to that particular part, but that is another part, the quality of the product. Not necessarily customers are looking for the branded product. At least when it comes to regular groceries that we are having, customers are very open to buy products, brand, the retailer-owned brands. You know, mm. like, as I said, the FAPSA and all. As long as it's the trusted or the quality. And obviously, there is a price, a dynamic price, is always there like to be the cheaper we want to be expensive and 
having that fight at the same time or maintaining the profit margin is something we are big on at you. Yeah, of course. And obviously retail media has such a big impact on profit, you know, because it's such high margin. And are you seeing across the wider Indian market that the brands are sort of wanting to do more and more with retailers and less and less with traditional media? As far as retailers, so here where my HD, bit of HD experience and experience with Tata comes into play, hmm. what I have seen, brands do large level of marketing with outside marketing media. One, there is, when there is a festival going on, like, you know, Diwali. Diwali is a very big when it comes to India. So brands are investing a lot at that time when it comes to festival in this newspapers or outdoor media or television. But on the regular basis, if we see the retail media is the preference they do have. Obviously, mm. social and all are, they keep on targeting because indirectly that brings to our platform only because that's how the targeting happens. Sometimes that's what we do with brands as well. If they, the advertisement that they are doing, if they want to share it on their media platform as well, and that's how their audience also get targeted to our. So if it is new launch, if it is a festival, other traditional media are focused, major focus. Yeah. But on the regular basis, I think the retail media is the preference for them. That's where yeah. the audience are. Yeah, exactly. And all that data. That's been absolutely fascinating, Kanksha. Thank you so much for talking to us. Final question for me probably is just around evolution. You know, India is such a growing market. The retail, it's super vibrant there. A big market, super creative market. What's next in this space? What is next for retail media in India? I think there are a lot of info. We are still in the study period when it comes to using all the machine learning and data processing and, you know, studying the algorithm that is going on in India. But the very next thing that I think about or hoping to see is getting more digitalized when it comes to offline stores. Yes. Other kind of recommendation, the introduction of Robert or kiosk or self-serving kind of a shopping mart is something we are trying to very much looking forward over here. And there are digital, there are market, there are brands who are used to be just a digital app market or online shopping even mm. they are working on the offline medium at the same time that is another wow. thing the look forward how the entire dynamic is going to change wow so that's Just, digital marketplaces then popping up as physical stores physical stores yes are you responsible for star bazaar as well then as the shop are you selling across in-store activity i particularly look after only star there is a separate team who was working for Star Bazaar, but as I the information that I gave you, the how big the team is, is exclusive about the Star Quick. Star Bazaar is handled by a completely different team. But yes, it's again the same team working separately, but it's the same team. Yeah. I think that's a brilliant, fascinating piece of insight. It's just partly that those digital marketplaces are, are popping up physical stores, but then also that requirement for digitalization within store mirrors exactly what's happening around the rest of the world. And I, you know, that whole piece is going to move pretty quickly i think certainly when you look at what's happened there online that's the next great big thing especially in grocery right so huge well look thank you so much at for sharing your valuable insights on today's episode of retail media moguls 
your perspective on that whole Indian piece, the wider grocery piece has been amazing. So thank you so much. And hopefully you'll come back in and see us in, in six months and we can see how you've got on. Definitely, Stuart. Yeah. It was a pleasure being on show. And thanks for well, having me. The Retail Media Moguls podcast is brought to you by Platform 195. To learn more about Platform 195 and how to connect retail media with intelligent marketing to accelerate growth, visit platform195.com. And then make sure to search for Retail Media Moguls in Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts or anywhere else podcasts are found. Make sure to click subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And on behalf of the team here at Platform 195, thanks for listening.